Category is mental health. Category is it takes a village. Category is motherfucking stories over stigma. Oh, <laughs> Wow, we're back after two weeks. How are you doing, honey? Good. <laughs> it, it feels like it's been so long since we've been on the air that I just don't know. I just don't know what to even do with myself. I don't even know what to, how to act. I don't even know what we did that kept us off the air. Um. Yes, you do, babe. You know, when you do this, you make people think we don't have a clue what we're doing. I don't. Yeah, we do. We gave people extra time to listen to the summit because it's two plus hours long. Oh, that's right. We got kicked off of Podbean. No, we didn't get kicked off. Yes, we, just, we did. It said, you, I've been on here too long and you have to stop. And it, then it just stopped. <laughs> no, I think what it said was, is that this is what you paid for and uh, that's it. <laughs> Good to know we have a time limit. That's right. There, There is a time limit <laughs> according to... <laughs> a pod bean. That's that, that's what we pay for. Bean. You can yeah. only talk for two hours. That's it. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. And that's 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 certainly all um we paid for. And yeah. that's and that's what they told us. So anyway, so yeah, we gave individuals enough time and we you know, we, we wanted to you know, let people listen to that, and 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 the numbers and the analytics have been just really off the charts. Yeah, people um, seem to like it. Yeah, that and Jolie, like they really do. And you know, and apologize. You know, my apologies again during the show. I don't know if anybody noticed that. So Amy McCorkle lives in rural Kentucky, and she was trying to get on. So what I inadvertently did was click the the host link. In, while the show was recording. He opened it on his phone. And I opened it on my phone. And what that did was it basically froze us out. Yeah. So that is why in the middle of the podcast, you're like, we can't hear you. But yeah. everybody could hear everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And it was funny because Megan was like texting me. And so was Amy like, oh, we all hear you. So but we couldn't hear like certain ones. So I think we heard like Prince, but we couldn't hear. We couldn't hear Megan. And we heard like what John. Uh, yeah, but we couldn't. It was Megan. We couldn't hear. And Megan. We couldn't hear Megan. And then all of a sudden I hit refresh on the browser and then everything started working again. So it, it was like it was insane. Like, I, I don't I really don't I don't quite understand it, but I will never hit the host link on my phone and be open in two places again uh we learned our lesson when we re-recorded jolie um and then so we are coming back for a part two of the summit but we've scheduled it i forget everybody filled out a doodle poll um when everybody was free and we're coming back um sometime in september so or maybe it's october i was gonna say september's almost over babe i'm you know what Honestly, I gotta. I have to double check the doodle poll because it may be next week that we have to record. Oh dear! Oh so, dear! All right, so I have to let everybody know, um, and then and then we'll promote it. But and then the then last week, life was so crazy that we gave everyone an extra week, and really it was because we were just crazy. I mean, you started school. You started school, and then we don't. We'll we'll get into 
just all the things that you've been going to through and why we went up to UPenn. We don't do it now, but we'll do it when we transition into this week's show because this show is just it's just the two of us, and that's what it's named. It's just about you and I. I'm going to get everyone caught up because you know we we always have people on the show. We're always talking about interesting topics, but it, it hasn't been since really like what. Last season, last season, or you know, season before that, that we've really kind of just had just our time to talk and to let everybody in on uh, in kind of what's going on in our world. So apparently, they like to hear us talk. Apparently, they do like to hear us talk, and that's a good thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> at least we're not boring. I worry that they get bored with us. Uh, yeah, well, you know, sometimes I get bored with me. You know, like, it's like oh, God, here you go again. Your brain talking again. Those voices, like, oh, they talk so much. Um, so anyway. Um, this has been an interesting week because we are balancing everything and, uh, but let's just kind of talk about like what's going on, um, you know, uh, current events before we get into, you know, talking about our personal, um, life in a sense. Um, I mean, I don't know what's, what's going on in the mental health world in, in public, um, events and public discourse. Uh, I, what's going on? Yeah. What's, I don't know. Anything interesting going on in your groups? No, I mean, no, not really. There's not much in the news going on. I mean. It's like ever since Trump left, like everybody just kind of calmed down. I mean, except Texas. <laughs> well, that's a whole other story. We're that's going to cause that. PTSD for millions of people. I don't know if this is our show. You know, the thing is, sometimes I feel like we cross the line into a world that we just, that's just not us. Mm. You know, that's just mm. not, not our thing. You mm. know, that's you not... just asked me about current events. So. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on mm. and a lot of discussion, and oh, the world is in turmoil. And, and, um, but anyway, you know what? You know, why hesitate? Let's just like, let's just jump right into our, uh, you know, our portion of the show. Um, right now, let's just. Well, why not? All right, so. So, am I the interview of the week, or are you the interview of the week? Well, I mean, I I think who's you, the interview? I think I think we're both the interview of the week, and it's kind of like you know oh, how boy. how have you how have you been? So I, I you you took me to the allergist. I did, and you have fifty percent lung capacity. Yeah, and you, you know, can't breathe. I couldn't, and that was we've already, we told everybody about the whole uh, pneumonia f- fiasco. But you know, the funny thing is, is that after the doctor and the nurse showed me how to really use my inhaler, you can breathe. I can breathe again. That's good. Yeah, and um, but yeah, it's it's been a wild ride. Mm-hmm. But we've been working out. Why don't you tell everybody about like? Okay, so you've been going to therapy, and we've kind of talked about that. Um, and what about some of the things that your therapists have asked you to do? Because it's been kind of wild. Like, you've had to face some uh, some some things that you've been dealing with. So the biggest thing um, that recently happened is because you tell me that I diminish myself around people, and I don't let my star shine as brightly as it should. And so we talked about why I do that. And there's a lot of interesting reasons why I do that. Most of it being family. 
Um, but one of the things that we talked about was the fact that we went to dinner with a friend and he had asked me what I was going to school for. So I told him my degree and then I told him my school and he was like, so you mean like the UPenn? And I said, yes. And he goes, you could have led with that. He's like, you like Ivy UPenn, <laughs> right? So he said, I could have led with that. And I've never once thought about telling people what school I go to before I tell them what I study because I don't see the importance in knowing what school I go to. But apparently it is important. It is. It absolutely is important. Like you have to, you have to like. It seems braggy. Well, it kind of is, but it's quite of an accomplishment all at the same time. Well, it seems braggy to me. So I, um, I was talking to Sunny about that and she told me, she said, would anyone know that you go to UPenn by like just walking in your house or just meeting you for the first time? And no, they wouldn't. And she was like, you need to go up to the campus and you need to buy some swag. Like you need, you need stuff that says UPenn. Everybody has stuff that says their campus and you need stuff that says your campus. And I have one shirt. I have one shirt that says UPenn. And you no, know, I have a sweatshirt because you bought me the hoodie. And so Stephen was like, bet we'll go up there because he really wanted Malaysian food. Um, well, it's not just that. Like, you know, <laughs> he, I, I he want, wanted Malaysian food. I, I, you know, Penang. <laughs> okay, so everybody in the DMV who lives in the Bethesda area, know they know about Penang. Penang closed down during the pandemic. The only location is Penang in Philadelphia. And there's another Penang that used to be affiliated in Boston. And we just don't have, and, and we've been to a Malaysian restaurant like in Upper Northwest in DC. And I got the randang and the beef back then I was eating red meat heavily and the beef was tough. I'm like, this is not good randang. Yeah. So, L so he wanted Malaysian food. It gave him an excuse to have Malaysian food. So we went up to UPenn. And also, because we're now a legacy family at UPenn, which means we got to start kicking in some alumni dollars soon. My great uncle graduated. I ain't alumni yet. My great uncle graduated from Wharton. My great aunt, um, who artist Delilah Pierce, did some graduate work there. And now my lovely wife, Rebecca, um, also is now graduating and also thinking about graduate school yes. there. That's the other new thing is I'm thinking about extending UPenn going to graduate school there um, instead of going to the University of Wisconsin. Well, I thought you were going to save that afterwards both. i would do both yeah like after you do yeah. but well the thing is is that and then now i'm contemplating um starting some graduate work uh there as well just because you know what i gotta i can't let everybody i can't let my family outdo me you know it's still an internal competition right we're gonna be so busy <laughs> well you know I, you know it, it occurred to me that i love gw i'm glad i you know enrolled and got accepted into that that graduate program, but I'm so happy. Love Steve Billet, uh, who runs their program, political uh, management, but totally happy I did not complete that program at this point. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I might change my mind again once I really figure it out, but I think their program at UPenn, um, as much as it brings me closer to family and it's kind of a family situation. Like, it also gives me joy that you are there and, you know, other family members that I love. And hopefully, you know, we think our youngest might actually go there. Yeah, our oldest is not UPenn material. He's he's artsy-fartsy. <laughs> but the youngest likes science, so he might be able to go there. But 
you know, we talked about that. And so I went and I got my swag, but you know, we also went into more detail about how, I mean, she made a very good point because the thing about it is, is we're all different people to different people. Like when you really get down to it, nobody knows the true you, even yourself, you don't know the true you, like everybody you have ever met has a different picture of you in their head. That's true. And that's different from even who you have of you in your head. Like that's nobody true. really knows you. So we all change. We're all chameleons and we all change to fit the people that we are around in, in whatever environment that we are around. That can be family, that could be work, that could be friends. We're all different to all different people. So I'm a little bit of a snob everywhere I am. And that's perhaps reason no, why but, I hate people hate me so much. But the perfect example is like the one that I gave you. Like when we get around your family, you become much more uptight and conservative. Like things that I say when it's just you and I and it's fine. I can say around your family and you look at me like I just slapped your mama. <laughs> well, that's because I'm always nervous you're going to curse. And I'm always nervous you're going to say something that offends their senses because but they're so religious. But that's the point. You kind of change and mold who you are so you don't offend people and you don't have to hear their mouth and you don't have to get into that argument or get into that discussion. Right? I call it diplomacy. Okay. Well, that's what I do with my parents. It's diplomacy. <laughs> well, that's true. This is it's true. Diplomacy. It, 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 is, it is nothing wrong with being diplomatic when you're in different environments. The problem I have is that it's the antagonism. And I know. But I, that's not me. I'm not being the antagonizer. I, I am being antagonized. You're being antagonized. I, that's a grown ass person. Like I can't do anything about that. But it annoys me because I thought in my mind, you know, people would be happy about that. But, you know, it's it's not the case. And, you know, like, you know, I, I just I don't know, you know, it. it no, not, none of the families are bad people. It's just like, you know, my expectation of how excited they should be um, about you as who you who you are does not always meet. The reality doesn't always meet the expectation. Because me. they are very excited when I'm not in the room. Which is odd. That's and then when odd. I'm in the room, they tease me and give me shit about it. Yeah, it's like the equivalent of like, you know, cursing someone out every day of your life. And then when they're gone, they're like, oh my God, I just like the best human being on the planet. <laughs> this is pretty much what it is. Like, it's, just a, <laughs> it's just so odd. Like, I don't, I don't really understand it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what we went over. Um, that was part of what we went over in therapy. And, um, but how did you feel when you're on campus? I was excited to be on campus. Well, the first time we went to campus, we were dodging your boss, so we couldn't really post anything. Oh, that hooker. Like we could boss. Like we couldn't take <laughs> photos and post them on social media because then she would see and be like, <laughs> I know. So like we were like incognito on, on, <laughs> I don't even know why I was because meanwhile this individual you know uh, you know spent half their day in their garden with you know with their husband oh this is awful I mean it's not even worth talking about in the show I'm not giving, no it's not worth I'm not it, giving any that, real I mean, estate to that we weren't able to be excited outwardly about it because right. we were hiding from people and so it was just 
it was nice to be on campus. It was nice to take photos on campus. You know, I'm excited about maybe doing my master's there because then it'll give me another few years at Penn. Yeah, I like Penn. I like their systems. I like the way they work. I like their professors. I, I haven't had an issue with a professor since I've been there. I mean, they're all very professional and they're all very helpful. Um, well, that's I what happens no when complaint. you're around smart people. It's you when you're smart and then those who think they're smart. Um, when you're around people who are smart, they are really easy to work with. Yeah, I mean, everybody has been very... I mean, they've all had their quirks. Don't get me wrong. There's been some quirky people, but... Like, everybody has been helpful. That's true. You know, I, everybody I has been helpful. So um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited about it. Um, we're going to be busy as all that get out if you actually start taking a university program, too. That's going to be crazy. Yeah. I mean, I haven't made a final decision, but I think I will. Um, I mean, I think there's some things that I could like sharpen and 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 get more expertise on uh i did not rush into graduate school just to check a box like i think a lot of people in my generation did uh just to ju just to say they did it uh you know for me it was for you know for, for me it was you know it's more of a uh i want to be able to specialize in something i want to be able to be passionate about something Yeah, but you also didn't know what you wanted to be when you grew up no i mean all through college you didn't know what you wanted to be when you grew up that's why it took you 17 years to graduate college no that is not what well that's true i, I was just more about the experience <laughs> the experience i was about the spurts the experience yeah, the partying <laughs> the, the clubbing it wasn't just <laughs> It wasn't just that. That was Thank mostly you. it. It wasn't just that. Thank that you was very a lot much. Of it. No, it wasn't. It was. It was. It was the. It was just living life and 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 you know and and, and enjoying it. I mean, this man has like a two point three GPA. No, well, no. Yes. No. Yes. When I was a serious student, I had a three point six GPA. Did you graduate a serious student? When I know because I was having fun. <laughs> exactly. That's my point. I, it was about partying. Well, I mean, you think <laughs> I think about everything that was going on at that time. Yeah, he was running away from women and like, I it mean was a whole it was a whole thing. Like like it, it I can't curse, but it was a blank show. It, it was right. <laughs> You know, the girlfriend at the time was skipping like freaking pills and, you know, trying to get pregnant. Like, you know, and then, you know, oh, God, it was a hot mess. And I'm not I'm not going to put her mess. business out don't, there. Don't, because then we'll get a phone call. Yeah, I'm not trying to have somebody calling Ooh. me talking about how they're going to pray to Jesus that, mm, you know, because mm, 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 mm. it, it was a hot mess. So and, the other <laughs> big thing in our life is that we have been going to the gym. So, um we we started the gym and then steven got pneumonia and we kind of stopped so um since he's been done with pneumonia and the inhalers have been helping him breathe i've gotten his butt back into the gym he has gone down two pant sizes I, I you know what baby you know i was a 44 46 and the only reason i got into those 42s is because you got the wide that joe would say banks yeah but now you're <laughs> a 40 and even today you put on 38 jeans now 38s were way too tight i mean you look like euro trash but 
I did. I felt I felt like <laughs> I felt like my balls were being squeezed. Like, you know, excuse the language. They were really uh, bad, skinny jeans. Yeah, they were. They were. They were. I felt like I should have been wearing like uh some 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 really strong like cologne yeah. and uh in Boston getting ready to go out to uh a nightclub. Uh, yeah. So we've um, been going to the gym. I've been doing the couch to 5k program. I am now up to running two miles straight. So that is, I am impressed at least. I impressed myself. I think one. you should be impressed because you have those hip issues and from the military and you are absolutely um, killing it. Now you're losing inches. Your legs are sculpted. Your butt is looking good. Like, good Lord, girl, that honky tonk. I'm sorry. I'm going to say <laughs> like, but donkey donk, like woof. And not a drag your butt butt knuckle. Uh, but donkey what donk. is a butt knuckle? Uh, you know, you know, those butts. You know good and well what those butts are. You see them what? down the street look like they're I... dragging the, cab the caboose down the street. I ain't never heard of a butt knuckle. <laughs> I just made it up. <laughs> that must be an urban term. <laughs> no, I just made it up. <laughs> butt knuckle. <laughs> you got a butt knuckle butt. Oh, you know those wavy donkey dunks. Like, no, yours is nice and firm and round and... I'm sorry, that's so inappropriate. That but, is very inappropriate. But it's uh, she's looking very good, and her legs are muscular, and uh, she's looking. I mean, she's looking really good. And also, my stomach is not quite as protrudy. I'm looking more dad bod and less Christmas. Yeah. The, the next less uh, father Christmas. That's father Christmas. Yeah. Um, and uh, and like and like she said, I can even put on a size 38 jeans. So about another month or two. Yeah, it's. <clears throat> we're almost there we're getting there so it's kind of expensive because i went to armani last week and dropped some money and then we were in ralph lauren today you and i both dropped some money and then you went over to ann taylor and then brooks brothers and uh we really spent some money today but we have to braggy no i'm not even trying to brag well no i am of course you are you name dropping i am of course because I, I you know what you know because i've been humble for too long um, I mean, I'm still humble, but like, you know what? I've watched all these, I've worked in these organizations in DC where I've watched these so-called humble servants, like come in with their like $500 suits and they're so slick and they're just like, they have the nerve to call me arrogant. Pfft, please. I'm just so happy. I am where I am now and I'm doing what we're doing and uh, I'm working with the individuals I'm working with. God, that's a tangent, but you know, anywho. <laughs> he's a little arrogant <laughs> well you know what you know what listen when you and i go up to uh our house in martha's vineyard you know it was always a personal house it's been in our family for five generations and we remodel it we touch it up and spruce it up and it like it it's now top 14 rental properties on martha's vineyard and, and it's rated by uh oh gosh what magazine i don't think anybody cares i really don't care that anybody cares i'm gonna tell it anyway I'm gonna tell the story because we have people who do care. Joe Lee cares. Coach P cares. Um, so I don't remember which publication it is. You know, maybe we'll post it. Uh, um, but you Nobody know what? Cares. We did it. So nobody cares. No, everybody does care. And this is a problem. This is why you had to go to UPenn because you always belittle people who are confident in themselves because you yourself are not confident in yourself. So I had to go to UPenn because of that? No, I'm just saying, like, you don't realize how, like, good and how good you are. Hmm. Oh, the biggest news. What's that? The biggest news happened today. What is that? We caught our son. 
We are not going to talk about his his life. It was funny. No, we're not going to talk about his life. We're not. That's crossing the line. We've talked about him on the show before. We're not going to talk about his life. No. Not like, no. I draw the line on that. Come on. Serious? Seriously? I'm going to blow the horn at you. Uh-oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> you have got to not do that. Like, no, you are we not. We talk about all our issues here. No, we're not going to talk about that one. Okay. so Because God forbid a grandparent here. So sidebar, Starbucks strawberry refresher made with lemonade mixed with margarita is to die for. It, I it, totally it. recommend I it. I believe it, but I, I didn't even finish my I, – I, my refresher was gone by the time we got back home. Well, that's because you're greedy. <laughs> I love it all. I want you're it all. You're greedy. I want it all. Oh, hold on. Let's do this again. Uh-oh. <laughs> so one thing that I've realized playing on – can we stop? Uh, I just, I wanted to know what comedy was. And I didn't want to do it during the symposium because we were all supposed to be super serious. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. Um, One thing I realized playing around on TikTok. So there's a TikTok trend where you talk about um, how long you've not been addicted. And what? it has been 20 years since I've been sober off of hard drugs. So that's a good thing. I never even knew you had a drug problem. When did you have a drug problem? When I also had an alcohol problem. I just thought that was the army. I just thought that was you being a kid, though. But I guess you're right. That was every weekend. That's true. And you were doing. I mean, that's true. You were telling me. But the thing is, is you didn't like have to go to like AA. You just went to the military. I just went to the military and got rid of my friend group. Wow, you had a drill sergeant. Yeah. Oh, that's not the whistle the drill sergeants use. That's a little too girly. That was wow. That Hold was on. like a come here whistle. No, stop doing that. Do that. I'm trying to find one that like like fits your fits your um thing. All right, whatever. Um, but yeah. So you, twenty years. Twenty years. Twenty years. Wow. And of course, you were one of the ones that like joined uh, the military uh, because of 9/11. So yes. yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can say, okay, so if you want to back up and talk about our oldest, we do have a surveillance program. Um, oh, I recommend it to all you people out there yes. who have kids. It's called Bark. Yes, you please do it. It alerts you to everything. And if you have Android, it will watch everything. It's great. You know, I, you know, I mean, the thing is, I guess I, we kind of are blowing our cover a little bit if he because I think he listens to the show and I think his little Polish girlfriend I listens to the show. They already know I read their text messages after today. Yeah. You know, it's it's really bad because, you know, in one hand, you know, I know they're being kids, but on the other hand, they're 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 doing inappropriate things that I just to make me blush. Like I would have never done that. Yeah, But it's all talk. It's all talk. Poland can't get pregnant. Well, yeah, it's kind of hard. You know, nobody can reach <laughs> from America to Poland. Poland can't get pregnant, so like it's it's it, it's it's that's Guinness book level right it's there. It's role play and sexy talk and like it's whatever. You know, I mean, there's one thing you can say. Like te- he he told this girl he was gonna. Oh, te- but wait, uh-uh. no, that's true. Okay, all right, all right. Sorry, uh-uh. no, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay, I didn't sound like that. First of all. 
Okay. <laughs> you know, like, so it's okay for you. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. It's uncool. Anyway. Um, yeah, like, you know, but it, it is definitely the trials of raising a teenager. It's, it can be challenging. Yes. So recently I have, um, well, because of my class, I'm taking a digital literacy class and we have to make a podcast and lo and behold, I already have a podcast. So that's going to be super simple. Um, we have to create a podcast for class. And the podcast has to be about obsessions. And I know what the professor wants. He wants me to talk about good obsessions. But um, being someone with OCD, I'm going to take it probably a little too far. But I'm <laughs> going to still talk about my obsessions. And they're not good obsessions. Um, so I recently have joined, um, you know, I'm already big in the bipolar world. Um, in bipolar groups, I even, um, you admin a group, I admin a couple bipolar groups, um, including our own. So I, um, I joined some OCD groups and I will say as much as I hate the term, like reading these people's, I'm okay now. Like my intrusive thoughts, I get them, but I can seriously, and I seriously do. I just, you know, Shut up, Becky. Like, you know, that, that's a great point, Janice. We're not going to do that. Like, um, but not everybody can do that. So reading these posts in these OCD groups have been rather triggering because it takes me back to when I couldn't just say shut up, Becky, to my intrusive thoughts. And, and, and they did rule my world. Um, and so depending upon when the symposium is we're going to have the next couple shows we're going to have are going to be focused on on ocd i think you know we've talked about bipolar a lot um we've covered bipolar in the first two seasons and i got a whole list of disorders that we can get into so um i'm we're going to focus on ocd for the next couple rounds yeah, I mean, I, th I think that would be, that's a great opportunity to chat. Uh, whoever it is, join the show and they don't want to be in the show. They just want to listen to the show. So they're just listening to the show. Now. That's fine. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think that's great. I mean, I think we need to talk, run to, you know, talk about different issues on the spectrum. And um, I know people get mistaken when they hear bipolar girl. They just think we're only talking about bipolar, though that is our life. But we do... Uh, we are smarter than that, at least I hope. And we do talk about all issues because there's a lot of like secondary morbidities that are attached to. They're called comorbidities. Yes, comorbidities. Uh, to be specific, my wife is a very specific person. Uh, comorbidities. And uh, and we, you okay? There's something touching my foot. Oh. <laughs> Couldn't figure out what it was. I'm like, uh, are you right over there? <laughs> it's like it's like dealing with a five year old. Like you're talking to them, and then all of a sudden they start looking up at the ceiling, looking under the desk, picking their nose, There's picking their toes. Touching my foot. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, we're going to we're going to focus on OCD and 
how that affects people in everyday right. life. Right. And it is rather interesting because a lot of the people who I've been talking to also have bipolar because, you know, OCD and bipolar are good bedfellows. So there, there are a number of situations here where it's like back in the day when she was untreated for OCD, uh, it was brilliant. I mean, I didn't have to spend money on a housekeeper. Um, now, well, we both, we have to spend money on a housekeeper because it's a different world, but we'll talk about that once we, once we get into that show. Well, because that was my compulsion. My compulsion was cleaning. Right. Yeah. I, I missed that compulsion. I love it when you skip your pills and like you get one day, oh, well, you know, we'll talk about it. I, I don't want to give it all away, but I do want to say that, um, we do have a couple of surprises coming up this season. Um, I'll just drop that little nugget out there. Um, there might be some one, maybe two people that might join the show as co-hosts with us. And we're not ready to announce yet, but. Uh, I have no idea what he's talking yeah, about. <laughs> this is this is what living with both bipolar is like, guys. Because she and I talked about this. She just doesn't remember because her brain is an overload with school and home and work and all these other I things. I will be just as excited and surprised as the rest of you. <laughs> That's right. You know, <laughs> I could give you a gift and re-gift it every year. And you'd be like, oh, my God, maybe, how'd you know? Maybe every two. Every two years. Every two. Every two years. Okay. Um, real, 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 real talk though. We need to find a way to improve that memory. Yeah, brain fog doesn't go away, and it doesn't improve. I know, I know. So we we kind of wanted your brother to uh to 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 join the show as well. There's a lot going on there, right? We never really talked about that whole situation. Did so, we kind of touched on it? Maybe. I would love if I could get my brother and his wife on the show. One, he's unmedicated. So I'd like to talk to him about that and get his perspective on the illness being unmedicated um, because it's a valid perspective. I mean, he has his reasons. Um, but two, usually when we talk about spouses, because the majority of people that we have interviewed have been women, we're talking about the male spouse. So I would love to get her input on how it is to be a female and deal with a male bipolar um and god knows whatever else he has um that's hard right now because they are in the middle of a fallout with my parents not that that has anything to do with me but for some reason they think it has to do with me so i'm confused by the whole thing but that's where we stand on that yeah, um, uh, you know, uh, family squabbles like annoy me in general. Uh, you know, like I mean, it, they annoy me because of the immense or the enormous amount of energy that it takes to ignore someone who you have a connection with, no matter how annoying they are. And then, and then I got news that my brother. Okay. My brother's firstborn was adopted by my aunt through marriage, who is no longer married to my uncle. Follow along oh, if you can. Oh, that's right. This is great. And she has obviously a bipolar dad, a bipolar aunt. And her mom has several undiagnosed mental illnesses. I don't know if they're diagnosed at this point. We're not on talking terms. Um, so she is having mental issues right now. So my aunt 
reached out to my mother and told her all about these mental issues that my niece is having and wanted me or my mother to call my niece and talk to her. But mind you, my aunt was so terrified that we were going to come and steal the baby from her that we have no relationship with this girl. So I'm supposed to call a complete stranger and introduce myself. She knows I'm her aunt. She she knows who her father is. And introduce myself. And try and solve all of her problems. You know, I I, I, I love that individual. Um, um, she is a wonderful Christian woman. And... Um, She's crazy. <laughs> She's a wonderful Christian woman. Mm-hmm. And there's probably some anxiety there. Lots. Well, I mean, come on. She's she's dealing with your mom. I'd have a little anxiety too. Nobody was going to take that baby from her. Um, uh, <laughs> I love my mother-in-law, by the way. Um, she gets on my nerves, but I love her. She knows it. Um, she tells me to pick my poison because it could be worse, and that's absolutely true. <laughs> um, but yes, um, I think um, absolutely I love this particular family member. Um and I think it's very noble of her to open up and to to admit that she needs some help. Yes. From from you know from family members. But and- what she really needs is help from a physician, and they won't go. They're ignoring it. Well, how do you do that? You t- tell me how you do that. Um, you notice years ago when the child first started having problems and you take her you don't wait until she's 20. yeah it's true well i mean next is going to be an episode of intervention i mean seriously because uh she's a beautiful girl but i think at the same time if she doesn't get help she's going to age she's going to either or die well Uh because she's going to be reckless. She moved out of state. Yeah, I've kind of read everyone okay, in so on that. Yeah. She graduated high school. She went to college. She didn't like college in state. So then she moved out of state. They bought her a townhouse. She moved into the townhouse. She went to college in the new state. Dropped out of that college. Now she's working. Now she doesn't like her job. So she quits her job. She gets a new job. She doesn't like that job. There's a problem there. And it's just rinse and repeat you know um and it's like she's 20 years old and now they're worried now they're worried like you, i hate when people do that like you saw this child grow up and you saw these issues in this child and you just ignored them and now she's a grown-ass adult and now there's an issue and now you want her to solve it well, I mean, you know, the thing is, is that you never know when you have that broke that break moment where you hit your bottom and you need that support network and family. And you you really don't want to be so stubborn um, just because the parents uh, at one point was um, protective. Yeah, I know. But I can't help this girl. I don't know this girl from Adam. Yeah, but you help strangers on groups who you've never met. She got into a Facebook fight with me and blocked me. Oh, hold on. The the daughter? H. Yes. 
got into a Facebook fight with me on her mother's page, and they both blocked me. When was this? Why didn't I know this? I know you got in a when fight. When I was fighting with her son. Uh, 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 that ignorant? Oh, uh, well. Yeah, I mean, he's so... And now I'm supposed to reach out to her? Yeah, I, I, I had no idea she was involved. Oh, you didn't tell me the whole story. This is the problem. You didn't get. You didn't give me the whole facts. No, I gave you all the facts. No, you didn't. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I think. Yeah, I, I think the family dynamic is weird. I think you know it's absolutely. Well, she's desperate too. Yeah, you know, she remind she. This is why my mother likes her, because they both overreact, and react emotionally the same way. <laughs> They're very much the same person. Yeah, you know, it's uh yeah. No, I, I totally understand that. But I, so I lots of family drama. I hope she gets the help um she need. And I, I think, you know, there there's been so much tragedy in the world, by the way, and I don't want I really do hope that she gets the help she needs. You know, I really do. I, I would hate for anything. Um, you know, to happen and uh, because she's not getting the help and the medicine and treatment uh, to help her be a functioning member of society. Mm. Can't do anything about it. Well, look, you know what? There's nothing wrong when, when people become toxic and they, and they join the ranks of the toxic, there's nothing wrong with just stepping back and saying, you know, I can't do anything. I'm sorry. You know, you got to protect yourself. You really do. Yeah. And mind you, my aunt didn't reach out to me and ask me. My aunt reached out to my mom to ask my mom to ask me. Well, I mean, would you... She has my phone number. People are afraid to approach you, honey bun. I'm not a scary person. You can be, though. No, I'm not. You you are a very strong person. This That's is not why... the same as scary. Uh, no, I know. But to a weak person whose pathology uh, is submissive uh they uh they may feel like um they will get steamrolled by you yeah they might well that's why you know you need highly intellectual uh highly smart and strong people around you you don't need any weak minds they might yeah so yeah so that's kind of like what it's been like lately between juggling all of these like just external things um, you know, internally and publicly, uh, it's it's been uh, quite the challenge. So, do we uh, want to do song of the week? Um, let's see. We will. We can touch on song of the week. Uh, well, what the heck? Why? I mean, why not? Why don't you tell everyone um what what the song of the week is, and uh, and then we will play it. Okay, so the song of the week is an old song. It's called Secrets by Mary Lambert. Yeah, this is, she's played it, so it's interesting. I'll be quiet. Bipolar disorder, my shit's not in order. I'm overweight, I'm always late. I've got too many things to say. I rock mom jeans, cat earrings, extrapolate my feelings. My family is dysfunctional, but we have a good time killing each other. They tell us from the time we're young to hide the things that we don't like about ourselves. And 
Wow, that was a great song. You know, I'm so glad we were able to get it in. What is it? Secrets? Mary? Mary Lambert. Mary Lambert. I'm really glad that we were able to get um, a song of the week. I realized we did not get the song of the weekend for the first two episodes. I mean, obviously the symposium, but Jolie. Um, Shout out to Jolie. We're supposed to go to brunch soon. Um, Actually, we need to. Jolie, we know we need to call each other. I know you're back in town, um, so we need to do that. But thanks, everyone, for tuning in this week. Uh, I hope you have a fabulous week. Uh, to, of course, the show will release uh, Sunday. A- Sunday at 8 a.m. as Sunday, always. Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> on all of your favorite listening channels. I'm so glad we were able to pick, you know, you know, get a song in uh, this week. That's just kind of become a staple of the show. So they- I get to go to my first girls brunch. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like before. Yeah, you do. I've never gone to a girls brunch. 
no, I that would be uh, that's going to be pretty interesting, actually. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, I mean, I, I I happen to really think you're going to have a good time. Eggs Benedict. I know I'm going to be jealous. I don't even know what I'm going to do. I might just go to brunch by myself. I might just take the boys and be like, "Come on, boys, we're going no, to brunch." Go, go over to Matt's house. I don't. You want, guys I, can make brunch. I don't want to sit there. No, I don't want to make brunch. Because then I got to clean up brunch. Oh. And you know what it is? Because God bless him, Matt. We love him to death. Like, I mean, he's the most awesomeness cook, as they say when you're a kid. The most awesomeness cook and the most awesomeness person in on the planet. But, like, the problem is, is he doesn't let you do anything. No, he doesn't. You know, I'm like, all right, Matt, look, I'm going to help you clean up. No, 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 no. It's no, okay. No, no, no. no, 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 no it's okay. Down. Sit down. Sit down. He is, yeah. like, the ultimate host. And like, you know, just I, I love I love him. I love his wife, Claire. They're great. And their little boy, um, Max, is is uh, is just absolutely cool. So, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, maybe we'll get the boy and maybe we'll have a dude's brunch. I wonder if he'll let us do that because he doesn't really like going out either. He's kind of like a person who likes to stay like on the home front. Yeah, he's a homebody. Yeah, he does. But he's a such an amazing body. cook. He doesn't need to go anywhere. He doesn't need he, to go nowhere. Nope, he doesn't. Yep. All right, listen, everyone. Listen, thank you for supporting the show. Thank you for listening another week. Thank you for those people who join us live. Um, because we did kind of we didn't plan, you know, it was like we went shopping and then we were like, okay, we're gonna do a show later. Uh so our apologies for being so like laissez-faire about things. But uh, you know what? I blew out a we pair never of pants. Write anything down. <laughs> You're not supposed to give people the secrets of the show. Oh, God. I Do you really think these people think we write it down before we talk? Actually, the symposium, we plan. Thank you very much. But that's other people in charge. Like when it's left to us, there is not other people in charge. We do it together. It's just that you don't do it. We no, but they like me. co-hosts. There's other co-hosts. Is my point. When it's just left to our devices, oh god, it's true. We I don't mean, write anything down. Well, we don't need to because the show is organic, and that's it's the whole organic. Yeah, it's organic. Yeah, yeah, it's it's organic. So that's the way it's supposed to be. Okay. No yeah. pesticides were used in the making of this product. Yeah. Oh, that's an awesome line. <laughs> that might be like the next like cut that I use uh, next season. Yeah. <laughs> you know it. By the way, she still hasn't become a foot model. Thank God. You won't let me do that. No. I'm going to start an OnlyFans with feet. No, it's not going to happen. Oh, and did you know you could sell your underwear? No. For thousands of dollars. No, no, no. We're booing. Where is my boo? There it is. That is a crow. That is a crow. Oh, that is a crow. <laughs> boo. <laughs> boo. I'm just saying, you're going to throw them out anyways. Might as well get paid. <laughs> All right, Lizzo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lizzo. Uh, no, um, you know it's not going to happen. Okay. You know we're, we're, we don't have that kind of family. We're still working on him. No, we don't have that kind of family. <laughs> Be sitting up here talking about yeah, wow. You know it's so great. Yeah, how you did you afford that new car? Oh, my underwear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some pervy dude in the Midwest sniffing your underwear. Hey. Yeah, no, thank you doesn't hurt me it's really gross first of all and in the days of dna where people can just swab no way no way are you out of your noodle it's good money <laughs> i'm sorry there is more to life than just money i got bills 
No. There's more to life than just money. All right. All right. Anyway, <laughs> you guys have a fabulous week. Connect with us on Bipolar Girl Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Send us a note. Say hi. Love you. Hate you. Anything. Um, I know that Rebecca really gets into a lot of discussions in the group. Oh, you have a new body dysmorphia group, like a group that's kind of like an exercise group, right? I have several. But there's one that you started. Oh, I started a group. I did. I started a group. Um, let me get to it. It's called Mental Health Fitness. Um, you can find us on Facebook. It's just a bunch of us crazies getting together and sharing our fitness story. Um, we know that fitness is hard when you are um, suffering with mental health. So we're all there to help support each other. That's right. So listen, everyone. Thank you for thank you for uh, joining us for another week. And this was our interview of the week. It's just you and I, honey. And we'll um, see you next week. See you next week, folks. Thank you for listening to another week of Bipolar Girl. In the words of Grammy Award winning artist from Africa, Amu Sangari, who I absolutely love, Confico, the uncertainty of things. You know, living with a mental illness or Living with someone with a mental illness can be uncertain at times, but that's why we do this show. We do this show to create community and a place where you can express yourself and get knowledge. Right, honey? Yeah, I mean, that's the whole reason we have the show, right? Though, again, things might be uncertain, you can be certain that we're here for you. Godspeed and have a great week. I tell you, I'm